People usually imagine a typical permaculture garden is spread over a large site, and that can include tall trees for timber, a fruit tree orchard, vegetable crops, compost heaps, and other productive elements. However, the sprawling permaculture garden is just one way of designing a productive, sustainable outdoor space. Permaculture principles and techniques can also be applied to smaller spaces. As urban architecture around the world shifts towards taller buildings with smaller blocks of land, there's an increased desire to create a permaculture garden in small spaces. I got thinking about this and having been involved off and on in permaculture for over 40 years, I could start to see a few ways that we could do that. Obviously, you start to look towards the plants that are highly productive and which are smaller. Things like berry fruit. There are some dwarf fruit trees that you can buy these days. Dwarf apples, dwarf pears, dwarf peaches, nectarines, even dwarf citrus. And they can be grown in smaller gardens. Then you think, well, okay, what about growing in pots or containers or just smaller raised beds. Of course, the other thing, though, is a lot of plants, for them to be productive, they, they need plenty of light. But then there are other plants that don't need so much light, and they can be quite productive without light. So selecting the right plants, plants which are productive in a more shaded area, that's uh, one of the first things that maybe you need to think about. But back to permaculture, what is permaculture? There's an ethical underpinning to permaculture. Permaculture is all about um, certain principles, caring for the earth, caring for people, and sharing fairly. Permaculture works with the forces of nature to create an outdoor environment which is productive. That is, people can extract usable things such as food and it's regenerative. It develops a balanced ecology which persists with minimal interference. And permaculture has to be sensibly organised. So some basic principles that you apply to planning generally can be applied to permaculture. Most people have a reasonable sense of what that's about and if you read a few books or you do a short course you can start to get a handle on how to sensibly organise a garden. You don't have to be a landscape architect. That's anything from three to five or six years of full-time study at university. And I'm not talking about doing that, but um, there are a lot of enthusiastic home gardeners that pick up on the ideas of permaculture, read a few books, go to a short course, do an online course, such as the ones we offer. And then they end up developing their own garden. There are basic principles of permaculture you need to understand. Um, the principle of relative location. In a permaculture design, all things are connected. Multiple functions. So you look for things to put into the garden that have multiple functions. And multiple elements. Elevation planning. So you're not looking at just planning uh, things on one level, you're looking at 
planning how things are going to be a metre above the ground, two metres, three metres and so on. Using renewable resources, energy recycling, natural succession, uh, obtaining a yield, aiming for small-scale intensive solutions. All these things are key things to permaculture. And permaculture, it designs gardens, taking into account zones and sectors. Things which are closer to the house are the things that you're going to be needing to visit more often. So a compost heap will be closer to the house than not closer, than things which you're only going to visit occasionally. Um, the herbs that you go and pull off the plants to cook with every day, they'd be just outside the back door. But maybe the fruit that you're only going to harvest occasionally would be further away. Now, in on a big property, you can have those that fruit um, in the ground, maybe 20, 30, 40 metres from the house. In a small uh, courtyard, you can still apply the same principles. You'd have a dwarf citrus tree maybe um, at the back of the courtyard and you'd have the herbs at right outside the, the door um, just as you leave the house and enter the courtyard. Um, the principles can be applied the same way but it's just in a compacted way in a permaculture garden. Ecology is a big part of it if you understand the basic uh, botany and ecology you can apply that um, in designing a permaculture garden too. There are specific permaculture designs that make the most of small gardens. They may not address all sites or all scenarios but they can provide pointers which can be achieved. Sometimes you can look at incorporating different elements into a permaculture garden. Like any garden or outdoor space, when designing a small permaculture site, uh, it's important to plan. Um, just get a piece of paper and sit down and draw what you want in your garden. Take time though, digest it. Um, draw that plan and then put it to one side and then come back a few days later. And you, if you've been thinking about it and thinking about the plan, you may have thought of ways to make it a bit better. So then maybe redraw it and um, then put it aside again and take time. Part of planning is taking the time to just get your design right before you actually go spending money buying things and spend time and effort uh, creating things, which might be difficult to change later on. So the idea of a permaculture garden can be applied in a small courtyard. It can be applied in a small front garden. It can be applied anywhere. You might not be able to do as much on a small site as you can on a big site, but you certainly can do things and you certainly can um, produce a landscape which is small, which is... Um, intense, uh, which is regenerative and which is going to give you at least edibles, um, uh, plants which you can harvest and get things off that you can eat. So give it a go.